Hi guys, Ash here for the Goodles and Blues and welcome to the latest edition of the Goodles and Blues Support Stop Ireland podcast. Well, things are a-moving. Yes, they are. Something that us fans have been calling for for a number of years and all of a sudden yesterday afternoon, things were stirring. Do you know what I'm talking about? Stay tuned. It's coming up next. So yes, it's Ash here with the latest edition of the Goodison Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast. And at the start, I will apologise just after you've probably seen the videos, the photographs, the emotion, the tears, the joys, the, the sh- pure sign of relief. I was there at Matters the last game of the season. And to win that game, the pressure was off. You could see, you, the, as I said, that the... the, the the floor was absolutely soaking wet with tears from everyone that just could not believe. And yet some people would say, why are we celebrating it? And I suppose for about 10 seconds, 15, 20 seconds, you're celebrating it. And then with the fans that were in Goodison Park at the final whistle afterwards, the sack the board um, chance did start to happen. And I do apologise, I didn't do a match reaction to that game. Uh, just... Not just busy with that in the end of season. I'll just make a note that thanks to everyone, that place, Mahers was absolutely jam-packed um, that day. And the staff were absolutely brilliant on the day. They looked after us so well. and Everyone just played their part and sending the vibes to the team to get them over the line in that game. Uh, but on a personal note... And um, where I work, we have changed ownership, so we've gone from one ho- from one hotel owner now to part of our group. So there's been a lot of changes and ringing around and trying to get used to different procedures and stuff that we're implementing. So because of that, I just really haven't had the time to really reflect back, really, and do a proper podcast in regards to that last game of the season. I may still do it anyway, so please bear with me. It may happen in the next week or so, because I still have my notes from the game on that day. So, you know, if you want me to do it, I will do it. But getting on to the the moment at hand, and I was in my sleep and backwards and forwards, because I usually have YouTube on, you know, in the background when I'm snoozing and... Seeing Cam from the Mighty Blues, he did a a video, and then literally within an hour, I'd say, of him absolutely doing that video, we got the following, and I'm going to read it, most of it verbatim, um, and I just think that most of us didn't think this was going to happen, but yesterday afternoon, or maybe it was just early evening, I'm trying to remember the, the time frame, maybe it was four or five o'clock, but... Everton Football Club today announced its Chief Executive Officer, Denise Barrett-Baxendale, Chief Finance and Strategy Officer, Grant Ingalls, and non-executive Graham Sharp has left their roles. And as far as I'm concerned, let's get them out of there. We've been trying to get it for the last few seasons, and finally, things are stirring, and it is happening. The outgoing directors... Yeah, this this the funny bit. The outgoing directors have worked tirelessly over recent months to assist with the preparation for a transition to a new board. Yeah, right. So that was the case. They would have said that uh, at some point during the season that we will be working strategically to get 
new board members into the club. The club was very appreciative of the generous accommodation, which is both characteristic of them and entirely in the spirit and the best values of our club. A statement from the departing directors reads, we have all been fully committed during our time here and disappointed to have made the decision to leave Everton. We have worked tirelessly alongside Billy in what has been a challenging period to deliver some of the most significant projects in Everton's history. Yeah, you might only you might be giving us those projects in some way, and obviously, the as they mentioned, the commercial future of the club for generations to come on the new stadium. But you also gave us the last two seasons of absolute hell with the bullshit the way they've run the club, and um, previous seasons. The waste of money that they have done to put us in the predicament that we have, and we still don't know what we're going to be facing towards whether the new, like the new board, will come in, whoever gets nominated, whoever gets brought in, and what can they do to help us out of this situation if we're under the fair play rules and all that shenanigans that looks like it's going to happen in the coming season. So to continue on, the club's partnership portfolio has. Also being increased and diversified, reflected in record commercial partnerships and the expansion of our work internationally. In addition to these commercial achievements, we take great pride in the continued growth of the club's social programmes and the plans that the board has put in place for a community-led regeneration scheme at Goodison Park. Uh, then they said it's been an honour and a privilege to serve as directors. We would like to thank everyone who supported us during our time and we wish the club we have loved to serve every success in the future. Um, what we do know is at some point, I think it's in the next 24 hours or 48 hours, a statement's going to be made about the, I suppose, the either appointments or interim appointments and the future of Bill Kenrice. Now, I watched a bit of it on Toffee TV yesterday and one of the guys came on, and I, I think he's pretty right here. Um, Bill Kenrice, I don't believe, is going to step aside until he's absolutely inside uh, the waterfront stadium. That's what I, that's, and I, I'm kind of in agreement. I believe that too as well. He's going to want to be there to say that I got the club there. And once he's there, then maybe he will step aside. So maybe we'll see what happens in the meantime until this little note from Bill Kenroy or Farhad Mashiri in what they say about what's happening uh, with Bill. And, uh, Chairman Bill Kenwright said this has been a great board who have worked tirelessly for the club no matter what the circumstances my relationship with Denise has been known as one of the closest in football I thank her for her many achievements particularly in magnificent work in respect of our new stadium yeah to forget to mention that the, the directors themselves including Bill Denise uh, I'll always have a, a soft spot for Graham Graham Sharp in the centre he's just probably just trundling along and he probably too scared to open his mouth in different regards but let's be honest here since the Southampton game they have not shown any interest um, they've just thrown the fans under the bus they've thrown the club under the bus and obviously that bullshit headlock crap with uh, Denise so yeah uh, things are stirring uh, so now we have vacant spots on the board and it will be interesting to see what comes ahead of that in regards to uh, Bill Kenrice, I, I, I can't see him turning around and saying that he's stepping aside with immediate effect or he's waiting for someone to come in and buy out his shares. Like this new crowd coming in, you know, I don't think it's going to happen until the 
we open up, we play our first game, whether it's a friendly or whether it's a, a league game at the new stadium. And once that happens, I think that he, he'll step aside with a big, high, the, the high blue, fantastic rainbow that he has in his head saying that I got the club there. That's what I believe. That's what I think is going to happen in regards to that. And I think we can all say, okay, well, this is a stepping stone and a big stepping stone. People who might know, uh, there's a movie called, I think it's called 39 Steps. It was made in the 1920s or something, but it's a movie called 39 Steps. Well, this is a big, big step, but we're still on number two. We've made that first step now, and we've cleared out uh, three people. And there's a lot more to do. You know, when you look back and look what's happened in the, since the last game of the season, just changing uh, direction here slightly, when you look at the players that have now since left the club. So Yeri Mina will move on. I, I do and I don't understand that one because obviously the way, because his legs are made of uh, sand, basically. And we were lucky that those remaining. It just goes to show if he, if he can stay fit, he is our best defender. But do you want to take a risk on that going into next season? You know, maybe if he was willing to drop down massively in wages, that might be an option for him. He's probably thinking, no, I need to get a move here. Um, he obviously wants to continue to play for Colombia, which he seems to be fine when he plays for Colombia, which is when he played for us, he seemed to pick up the injuries. And the one that really gets me is Connor Cody. Because obviously I, we had a certain time frame to get him for that 4.5 million. And then once he returned to Wolves, that first crack at getting him for that kind of fee... Um, disappears but then since the, the season has finished we've been linked with the guys from Manchester United and other other players from different leagues around the world and you're going like no we're not if we can't fork up 4.5 million for Connor Cody but then we're, we're seriously in a big money issue and people were saying well maybe he didn't want to stay on well I call bull on that because if you watched go back and watch the end of the season and watch even go back and find and uh, watch it on YouTube and you watch the emotion that came from both Yeri Mina and especially Connor Cody when that final whistle went and we had survived and you watch the emotion from Connor Cody if Connor Cody was offered uh, the chance to come back to Everton, I guarantee he will be back. And I think the club has made a mistake there. Also, uh, Asmir Begovic has, is moving on. That's a strange one too, in the sense that, yeah, he's a, he's a good age, um, but he is a seasonal goalkeeper. And I'd say he would be happy playing as backup to Jordan Pickford. The strange one that we're holding on to is offering new contracts to Andy Lonergan. I don't get that one. Um, he's not. He wouldn't be getting much game time. He might now because if something happens to Jordan Pickford, he is technically our number two now. Um, obviously, that's if he accepts the contract. The contract has also been offered again to Tom Davies, and the, another one that causes a bit of emotion and a bit of why the big question mark is obviously the contract being offered to Seamus Coleman. Now, Seamus Coleman was just immense for us last season. I as I'm one of those that I said myself. Why were we giving him more game time? Why were we, you know, because his legs can't take it anymore. But he proved us all wrong last season. And I think he does have another season in him. Not meaning that he plays on a regular basis. But he may end up doing that if we can't get Nathan Patterson firing and staying fit 
uh, for the season. Um, I would like to see Nathan Patterson. He's the main one. And obviously Seamus Coleman coming in when needed. That would be ideal for me. But I think at the moment we're going to have to get another uh, right back. Or maybe the likes of Kyle John is going to have to start um, getting more game time. Um, to get him ready to step in. So in other words getting him in the, on the pitch when we get, go into the League Cup games and the you know earlier rounds of the FA Cup or even in the friendlies coming up in July if he you know we need to get him more involved if if we're going to just rely on Nathan Patterson and Seamus Coleman. Um who else there was yeah the the Tom Davies one I I do and I don't get it because obviously we don't know what the scenario was with Onana, whether he's going to stay at the club. You never knew what was going to happen with the likes of Adrissagana Gay, whether he could be sold. And obviously in the financial situation where we are, we can't just let every single player go. We're going to need bodies in the pitch. So I can I do understand to a certain point that the Tom Davies won as well. Um, when, uh, the, with Brantway coming back, that's a good thing. But I still believe we should have got... Uh, Connor Cody in but yeah um, so big things happening on and off the pitch um, and it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen going back to the scenario with the board what happens in the next 24 hours or so so keep your eyes peeled on uh, Sky Sports News actually they weren't talking about it too much after it was announced it, obviously for some reason Sky weren't thinking of it as a big deal it popped up on the, the main little screen just saying that, that they had left the club um, but that was really it they didn't really talk about it on Sky they were too busy talking about cricket and different things so yeah keep watch the, I'll keep an eye on Sky over the next 24 hours and watch that yellow ticket barn to see what happens so yeah times are changing uh, as I said, guys, I'll try. I'll go back over the notes and try and do a match reaction. But you can see it for yourself, guys. Go back onto our Facebook pages and you'll see the videos. And you might just about see me with my hands on my head <laughs> buried underneath the counter of the bar because I just could not believe that we had gotten through because it was like such not just an important goal but a save right at the end as well. And again, proving the point, Nick Pope and the likes of Ramsdale, forget us, you're nowhere near uh, the stature of getting England's number one. Um, even if the unthinkable happened and we went down, I still don't believe uh, he would deserve to lose it. Now, I, that was the, the worst thing. We would, He would have to leave the club probably because the Sweet FA, their, you know, their love to have their players in, the, in their top league, they wouldn't like to have their number one keeper in the championship so thankfully we have another season and we'll take it from there so guys thanks for listening i hope you have enjoyed that news uh, it's not over yet we still have to wait and see do we get one more person out that door and say a big bye bye to to uh bill kenwright so yeah i'll talk to you again soon and i'll leave you with this stay blue na, 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 na.